Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Talk Recorded live.
Oh, bless his name this morning. Hallelujah. He have won the victory. Hallelujah. Death couldn't hold him down. The grave, hallelujah, could not keep him. And we are standing in righteousness this morning. Hallelujah. And we're so grateful this morning that we can pray and that we can decree and declare God's word over our life this morning. Good morning, family and friends. Good morning. Hallelujah. Once more again, we are here. Amen. Because we want to get it right. Hallelujah. We want God to smile down upon us today and to recognize that we come with a heart of repentance. We come to acknowledge that we've strayed away, we've sinned, and that sickness, disease, and death is not our portion today. We want to go before the throne of God. Hallelujah. That many assignments of the enemy that is working on the children of God this morning. Somebody has to pray. And it's been laid upon my heart this morning to intercede on the behalf of these peoples around me that has been stricken with cancer and all these other named diseases. Hallelujah. Cancers are very, very, very cruel, very evil, very wicked. Hallelujah. Disorder that attacks the body. Hallelujah. And it finds various ways to get in. Don't mean because, amen, you smoke for 20, 30 years that you have to die from cancer. And I have a few people on my heart this morning. Their hearts are hard and they're aggravated, frustrated, and angry because their condition. Hallelujah. And I want to stand in a gap this morning. Ask the Almighty if he would speak to their hearts this morning, speak to their minds this morning, and bring ease and put them in remembrance. But what is it, hallelujah, that may be in the inside causing them to, hallelujah, to suffer bad enough that we we have to suffer with an evil disease, but to suffer in return, to suffer in turn, the oppression is not the will of the Father. Father, we come this morning beseeching you. We invoke you on the behalf, God, of these peoples. Hallelujah. Lord, you knew their name before they even was conceived in their mother's womb. And I know, and you said in your word, that you will put no evil thing upon us. Lord, I stand in the gap this morning on the behalf, God, of Sister Wendy, Sister Nita, Brother Dixon. I ask you, Lord, if you would move by your spirit this morning and, oh God, look upon them right now. Bring them back to you this morning, Father. Oh, God, they may not have strength to remember repentance, Lord. Father, I bind up any infirmity, sickness, disease, disorder. We rebuke and bind it right now in the name of Yahshua HaMashiach. 
and that name, Jesus, that they call him. We we know Jesus, Lord, and there's power in that name. Oh, God, we call upon your name, and we know that you are able on time, God. We ask you to move by your spirit this morning upon these, thy people, and, and not just those three, God, but upon every person this morning that's suffering, God, from something, Lord, that they can't do anything about. We ask you this morning to move by your spirit in them, on them, through them, God, break Every principality, power, demon, and every assignment of the enemy, Satan, the Lord, rebuke you right now in the name of Jesus the Christ. We rebuke it. Take authority over it right now. Oh, God, restore them, God. Bring them back to you this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, God, feel that cup to running over, God, with joy, unspeakable joy. Hallelujah, God. We rebuke oppression, depression, God. We rebuke disease right now. In the name of Jesus, hold on, I'm sending it. Because that's how I'm saying, brushy can I hear Shukurama? Oh, you must take care. Yeah, I'm sending it. It's Hallelujah. Oh God, let the sick say, "I'm healed this morning." Oh God, oh God, rise them above their means this morning, Lord. We cancel every assignment of cancer right now, God, that is trying to provoke and invert. Oh, God, the people of God, God, remember, God, your word this morning. You said, call upon you, and you would ask. Oh, God, we thank you this morning, God, that we don't have to, amen, go to no certain place this morning to, 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 to hear uh, that you may hear us, Lord, but we can do it right here, God, for you said, well, there's two or three gathered in your name that you would be in the midst. We're grateful this morning that you're in. You're in the midst of this thing this morning. And, oh, God, I ask you that you would touch Nita's heart this morning. Oh, God, prepare her, God, for, for the coming of uh, Lord, when, 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 when we can get in our house, God, we can go over there, God, and bring her back to remember that, that, that you said, God, you wouldn't put nothing upon us, Lord. Oh, God, remember how she waited, God, at the doors of those churches, Lord. Hallelujah how she waited and urged God, and how she, amen, loved you, and how she loved people that, that she wasn't a busybody. She, oh, God, have mercy. Look upon Sister Wendy this morning, God, hallelujah. Look upon Brother Norris right now, God, hallelujah. Oh, God, let them draw closer to you, Father. Draw them to you with your love, God, and your power, God. Oh, God, destroy every evil work right now, God. Oh, God, look upon those that are in the hospital. Look upon Sister Neely right now, God. Oh, God, fix the insurance plan, God, that she needs, God. Look upon Sister Dixon right now, God. Look upon Mother Mary, Lord. Look upon Brother Green right now, God. Look upon these, thy people, right now. Look upon us, God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, turn your face to us this morning, God. Touch, bless, heal, Lord. In the name of Jesus, God. Oh, God, look upon every assignment that you've given me, Father. Look upon these ministries, God, that you place, God, my hand upon, God. Let your hand be my help this morning, God. Oh, I know my help come from you, Father. Oh, God, give strength this morning. Oh, God, make me more in-depth in your word, God. Draw me back to your word this morning, God. Look upon my ministry, Lord. Well, I'm working in, Lord. Look upon fellowship of love. Look upon, oh, no man, nothing but love this morning. Look upon us, God. 
And look upon, God, your people that are scattered all around the nation, Father. Look upon them right now, Father. Draw us back to one, Father. One, one, one in you this morning, Father. Oh, we claim the victory for our healing, our deliverance. Oh, God, we thank you this morning. Glory to God. We glorify your name. Look upon Sister Robin Lee and God, our producer, Father. Oh, God, bind every element, every sickness, disease right now. We curse the spirit of lack. We attack lack right now. And, God, we ask that your abundance of grace and mercy be poured out. Look upon the properties, Lord, that you've given me to tread upon. Remove every unclean spirit right now, Father. Oh, God, make me subject to this higher calling, God. Oh, we call upon your name and we say yes, Lord. We bless your name this morning, yes, Lord. You are the great I am, Father. There's none like you this morning, Father. Oh, we just give you the glory right now. We praise you right now, Father. In the midst of it all, we thank you, and we know that you're able this morning to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask things say or do. We give you the praise and all the glory and all the honor. It belongs to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, bless your name, Father. Oh, bless your name this morning, Father. Oh, we just repent this morning, God. We repent of every unclean thing. And in everything that is not holy and righteous, we repent right now, Father. We give up and give over unto you, Father. For you are the great I am, Father. There's none like you this morning. Hallelujah. There's none like you this morning. We call upon your name, Jehovah Jireh. For you are our provider this morning. Hallelujah. You promised to provide for your people. And, Father, we take you at your word right now. 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 We give you all the praise, the glory, and all of the honor. For it all belongs to you, Father. You own everything. Hallelujah. You own the cattle of a thousand hills. Every hell of our head is numbered this morning. We praise and bless you this morning because you are worthy. Hallelujah. You're worthy, Father. You're worthy. You're worthy. You are worthy. Hallelujah. You are worthy. Worthy is the Lamb. Hallelujah. We thank you this morning. We bless you this morning. We glorify your name this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, bless your wonderful name this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, thank you for your healing. Thank you for your deliverance. Thank you for your victory. Thank you for your purpose for our life today, Father. We return to you today. We repent of all of our sins. We ask you for your grace, your mercy, and strength this morning to overcome every wicked deal. Hallelujah. Make no deal with the devil now. We make all of our makings. We make it up in you right now, Father. Thank you for repentance. Thank you for calling us back to you. You're the perfect God. Hallelujah. And there's none other like you, Father. So we rest our case this morning. Trusting, leaning, and depending on you, for you're worthy this morning. Hallelujah. You're so worthy this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to your name. Hallelujah. Oh, bless your holy name. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to go into the word this morning. Amen. We want to talk from the book of Lamentation. Hallelujah. 
and we're pleading with the Father to bring us back to him. Hallelujah. Amen. The physician can't do it. Hallelujah. Amen. Can't no one do what he can do. And so our prayer today is, Lord, draw us to you. And if you draw us, we will come after you. Amen. I can't get my music to play, but that's good enough. Amen. If you will, go with me into the book of Lamentations. I'm not going to be before you long. Hallelujah. Shabba, you need to get up, sweetheart. Amen. Bless the Lord. Oh, he's so worthy this morning. Amen. We're talking from the book of Lamentations, the fifth chapter. Uh, And I want you all to read (coughs) the whole fifth chapter of Lamentations. Uh, Time will not permit me to break it all down. But if you would read the fifth chapter of Lamentations, that's the prayer of restoration. He wants to restore us today. Hallelujah. He wants to bring deliverance. But we have to realize that we need to be restored. Things are not like they used to be. Jeremiah 3 and 1, it says, 
They say if a man divorces his wife and become another man and she uh, that's not what I want. Let's see now. I think I wrote the wrong thing. See, what no, 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 no. Let's go back to Lamentations. Let's go back to Lamentations one uh, thirteen. Lamentations one thirteen. And here it is. How shall I console you? So what shall I liken you, O daughter of Judah? What shall I compare you with that I may comfort you? See, we want the Almighty to comfort us in the midst of the things that we're dealing with. We want him to, amen, to lead us to job, job opportunity, protection, Jeremiah said, the Lord said, how do you expect me to deal with your situation? And what shall I liken you to? What 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 shall what remember? Shall I liken you to Mary Magdalene? Shall I liken you to Mother Mary? Shall I liken you to Job? Shall I liken you to No? Who put me in remembrance of what have you done? that I shall remember you. See, the Bible says that all Psalms 139 and 5, it says that he had laid his hand upon you. So if his hand has been laid, been placed upon you, amen, then he can liken you, and he can say, oh, yes, I remember you, I know you. But then we talked about in the book of Matthew yesterday where he said, I don't know you. Matthew, the seventh chapter, amen, it said, many will say, Lord, did we not cast that demons in your name? Did we not do this? Did we not do that? He said, and I will say unto them, depart from me, ye worker of iniquity. I never knew you. So there are many people this morning, hallelujah, they are calling upon the name, amen. You can know the name, but he's saying this morning, what can I lack in you until, I mean, give me something to work, show me what you're talking about. Father's concerned about his people this morning. He's concerned about consoling us. But he said, Tell me what have you done that I should remember you? What who you see, he talks about charity in First Corinthians the thirteenth chapter. He talks about love. He talks about this love that amen that he has given us. And love I want you to understand this morning, my friend. This is not no anything that you just throw around and say, give me some kiss, I love you. This is not what he's talking about. We get the agape and the phileo all jacked up, mixed up. 
We was talking to someone the other day about love. Oh, yesterday was talking to a sister about love. Another sister told her, said that, you know, you know that uh, 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 Brother Anderson, you know he like it. And a woman got a husband, and they've been knowing me. This person is just a mess. This person trying to start some mess and trying to destroy my relationship with this family. So this person goes and tells her that, you, you know, he was out there talking with some friend of his, and I heard him say, you know, that he really liked you. So Sister Sharon said, oh, yes. Oh, yes, we've always loved Robert. He, you know, and I, you know, so she told me, she said, please, I want to tell you something. She said, but don't tell, don't tell him. I said, I don't have no, no reason to start any strife or anything with anyone. Uh, she told me. And when she told me that, I thought, after all I have done for them, she conjured up some strife to tell Sister Sharon, now, you know that they love me if they're, if they're Muslims. And they called me down to the hospital to pray for their passing father. So that must be some love. Hallelujah. And so she said, Robert, don't worry about it. She said, you know, people sometimes they misjudge. I said, well, I wonder who was the guys I was talking to when ain't no guys for me to talk to. I know no one to talk to that I can't talk about the king. So I scratched that off. But I just go to show you, amen, that people, amen, have a form of godliness. And this is why when sickness and stuff invades people's body, they turn their face to the wall, and they forget about Matthew 18, 18, where it says, whatever you buy in the earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall I'm get up shall be loose in heaven. And then the Father says to us, that that you commit to me, I will perfect that. When bitterness and all that anger and stuff come upon someone when they're dealing with these sicknesses that we talked about. See, you can't let your heart grow cold and become bitter because the Word of God said that now that you came to me, he said, what can I liken you? He said, you know, I, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to see, do I really know you? He said, are you just a bunch of words this morning, just babbling, amen, in the book of Matthew, the seventh chapter, you know, he talked about those that were doing a work, but they didn't know God. We have many vain workers this morning that are able to cast down spirits and, and do all of these wonderful things, but they themselves have a spirit, and they don't understand that how in the world, you know, and this is what keeps them, amen, so caught up, falling. is when they can bring deliverance in someone else's life. And they never, ever, ever look at their own life and say, you know what, you know, I need to be delivered my own self. Hallelujah. Every one of us need to be delivered from something. Hallelujah. I fight spirits every day, spirits of lust and everything. I deal with them every day. I'm not standing here and preaching you and say, well, you know, my life is all clean. Yeah, if I don't keep coming back to this, this detergent this morning, it ain't going to be clean, I guarantee you that. So don't come here with your hypocritical. Yesterday I just preached on you hypocrites. And I'm not I'm not cutting nothing no more. I'm telling it like it is. If you're around here and you know the word of God and you sit down and you tell all kind of lies, 
you get caught up in ungodliness, amen, you abuse and mistreat people, you are a hypocrite. And I don't have nothing to lose. That's what's wrong with the church today. We don't sit there and tell it like it is because we're afraid that we're going to be left alone. You're alone anyhow. If you're serving the master, you're alone anyhow, and we need one another. So we might as well yoke up, hook up, and get this thing right. Hallelujah. We're talking about returning unto him. Then he asked in Lamentation, the second chapter, in the 13th verse, he said, how shall I console you? You know, the Lord is asking the question, how, what, what have you done for the kingdom that I should even let you live? See, there are many people that are sick this morning that is dying from some unforeseen reason, you know, cancer, whatever it is, heart attacks, whatever it is. But he says here, how shall I console you? To what shall I liken you, O daughter of Jerusalem? Give me something to work with. Make me remember you. Uh, who you say you is? Oh, I'm Betty Boo. Betty Boo, Betty Boo. Let me look here and see. Okay, Betty Boo. Now, what can I liken you to? Were you a usher in the church? Uh, who was your husband? Oh, you see, I've, 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 uh, where are your children? Uh, I, I, I got five. Okay. Well, what can I liken you to? See, God is concerned about likening you unto what? Do we want to be healed this morning? <laughs> he said, preach. But the main scripture, it says, the main scripture that we're coming from is Lamentation 5 and 21. Turn us back to you, and we will be restored. Turn us back to you, not back to my church. We got to cross, girl, I got to get back in church. You're just going to be messed up in church. You need to work on that thing outside of church. So when you get back to church and they start looking at you all crazy because you ain't been there in six months, you won't leave again. So you need to get it right at home this morning. Hallelujah. You need to make sure that your ways is right before the Lord. Hallelujah. So when you do go back into the church, glory to God, and they start looking at you all crazy, you will just smile and you can know, amen, the child, I'm coming back to him. You know that song said, I'm going back to a heart of worship. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry for the things I made, but it's all about. That ought to be your song this morning. I'm sorry for the things I messed up. Shout out. Get up. But it's all about you. I'm sorry for all what I've done, Father. But it's all about you. Here I am to worship. Take me as I am. Lead me to live with me. 
See, I stopped drinking and doing all the worldly things before my kids was old enough to realize. But that don't mean, amen, because my dad wasn't around, but I still had the attributes and the traits to do what he did. Hallelujah. But I just realized just recently, in order for me to return unto him, I first, amen, had to repent and had to acknowledge that he alone can deliver me. Amen. We're so busy praying for our families and friends. How about me this morning? Hey, it's all about me this morning. Lord, let, let me be free and healed. And, and, you know, how in the world can you get someone else free when you are bound up? So he says to us this morning in the book of Lamentations, I have other verses of Scripture, but I kind of just want to just stand right here on deliverance. Pure, undefiled holiness will bring deliverance. But you got to open your mouth. You got to detest the things of old. You see, when you choose not to do what your mother did or your father did, that's great. But still, it don't stop the kids from, from being renegades. So you got to talk to the children. I had to talk to my son. Tell him, son, let me tell you something. You know, when I came up, you understand me, I did this and I did that. My daddy did the same thing. When I got old enough, I did just what my daddy did because I'm my father's son. Plus, amen, the very thing that was in my life, hallelujah, of unrighteousness. And when I realized that all these things that I was doing, Amen. Those were things of old. And I began to talk to my sons, and I talked to Shama, and I tell Shama, I said, Shama, you're your mother's child. Your mother has some ways. You have some ways. You have to make sure that you don't let your mother live through you. See, my daddy can be living through me right now, but I choose not to walk that way. I choose not to hang out on the corners. I choose not to hang out loud, wild, and drunk, which I never saw my dad drunk. But I'm sure he got drunk. He was, yeah, we got drunk together. Yeah, I'm lying. But I, I did see him drunk, but I was right there with him drunk. You see, I know what I'm talking about because I heard him tell me the quickest way to get over a hangover is just start by drinking. So at 6 o'clock in the morning, we wake up out there on a fishing bank. We stayed on fishing bank three days. Hangover. We just went right on back to drinking at 6 o'clock in the morning. So my father was grooming me into unrighteousness. But I remember one of my sons was five years old. He said, Dad, if you don't stop drinking and driving, you're going to kill somebody. So I took that boy's advice. I didn't drive and drink anymore because what he said was true, and he was fine. So the same thing that he used on me, I use it on him now. I said, do you remember? Yes, sir. Of course, he don't drink and drive. He don't drive at all. But I said, Junior, you can't do this. You can't do that. I said, those are the things that Dad used to do. So you're doing the same thing I used to do. It's a generational curse, son. So we have to realize and recognize that if he has made us free, why should we go back into bondage? The Bible says in Galatians 3, it says, who has bewitched you that you flip the script? You know, you used to love God. You used to believe now. You say, ain't nobody right. And I'm tired of church. Well, you're tired of the Father. 
He didn't do anything. He never messed with no man's wife. Or, uh, he never lied to anyone. He never even maligned anyone. So he wants us to return to him, not just return to amen, your church. And how you know that you turn? Let's go to First Corinthians, the 13th chapter. First Corinthians 13 and get you in a turning position. Then I want you to get First John. Uh, I want you to get First Peter 4. You you got to stop and see that. That's the biggest problem right there. The biggest problem here when it comes time is I'm not taking no mess off of nobody. I'm tired. I'm not looking around. No. It's not you taking no mess. It's God trying to, he trying to deliver you. If you can't stand someone talking about you, I mean, no one can actually stand anyone talking about them, but I'm just trying to get you to understand and see that can no one put nothing on you. You allow these things to be upon you. Because if you were living out of this book, first verse of the 13th chapter, look what he says over here. Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, see, love, love will stop you from fighting back. Love will keep you walking right. Hallelujah. You know why? Because you're going to endure hardship like a good soldier. Hallelujah. It says, uh, Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass, uh, a clinging temple. Though I have the gift of prophecy, a lot of lot of lot, lot, lot of prophets and prophecy, they got these gifts right here, but they mean. <laughs> and child, I, I, God, God, I, God already showed me. I, well, maybe He did show you me, but why are you so arrogant at me? Why do you come off to me like that? I'm just sick and tired of people's mess. We all are. But is that love for you to read me and tell me how sick you is of me? The Lord didn't tell us that. He told us, you understand me, he said that he has had enough of our hypocritical ways and to tell them that they are hypocrites. You got a prophecy. Understand all mysteries and all knowledge. So I have all faith so that I can remove mountains but have not love. You see, so that scripture is telling you you can be a prophetess, you can be a prophet, you can be a bishop, you can be an ambassador, you can be whatever you want, and you can have all these gifts. And you all listen to me. You've seen arrogant people that's in high places, amen, in the body of Christ. Have no no patience whatsoever for you. But if you was paying a bunch of money, see that? I'm not even going to preach on that one. I am nothing. So now you got all these prophecies, you got all this knowledge and wisdom, and you know all these scriptures, but you ain't got no love. No love. You're nothing. You just a nothing. It says First Corinthians thirteen chapter. You got all these things. You got all kind of faith. You got so much faith till you can remove mountains. But ain't no love. He says 
I am nothing. So scratch that. Verse 3. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, you even go out of your way to feed people and stuff and all of this. But what? You don't need love to feed people. It's people that uh, stay up sinners, feed people, clothe people. It's people that don't even say nothing about the Almighty. Does all of these things. But he says you're nothing. All because you don't have patience. See, love, we're going to get out to what love about. You know, we're trying to get our way back to the Father this morning. So on our way back, amen, we want to pick up some love because you're not going to go and stand before starving God and expect for him to heal you. This will stop you from being healed from diseases, bitterness, uh-huh, leads to anger. Anger leads to oppression. Hallelujah. I know I'm right this morning. Though I restore all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. You can't return to the Father this morning because you don't love the very one that lied on you, the very one that stole from you, the very one. Amen. That did something to someone in your family. Hallelujah. You don't have no love. So you're not going to profit nothing. Love. Suffer long. Got to learn to suffer a little bit. First John 4, 1 Peter 4, and I'm going to let someone read 1 Peter 4 so you can get an understanding what this suffering is about. When you go through with your children and they ain't raised, let them rage. Let them rage for a minute, and then you quiet the storm. And you go over there, and you can say, Mama loves you, baby. I understand. Mama understands. I know you have a right to be angry. But, baby, you're not glorifying God. You're magnifying your problem. See, we got to have love this morning so that we can return, amen, Lamentation, the fourth chapter, 21st verse. That was our beginning topic, is returning to him. In order to return to the Father, he's concerned because he said in Jeremiah, Three, who can I lacken you into? You know, you want to be healed. Let me see. Put me in remembrance of you. See, when he asked the woman at the well to go get some water, to give him water, then he turned around and sent her on a missionary journey. Go get your husband. I'm saying to you this morning, First Corinthians 13, 5. 1 Corinthians 13, 5 says, examine yourself. So I examine myself every day. Every day I go out here in this world out here every day, I sin. Oh, you sin? Yes, I does. I'm not perfect. Well, what kind of sin you do? You, 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 you sleeping around? What difference do it make? What difference does it make? You going to pray for me? See, you preachers ain't saying nothing. 
shouldn't have. Or maybe you just told a little white lie. You should not have. Or maybe you bad false witness. You shouldn't have done that. You are imperfect in an imperfect world, serving a perfect God that wants to perfect you through his word. And you got this word this morning. Taking my time, I'm coming to a close. We're going to get to First Peter, fourth chapter. Let me read a few more scriptures here because I want you to I want you to live. I want you to live. I want you to live life every day out of these two scriptures. First Corinthians 13 chapter and First Peter 4. That's what I live by every day. I live by that every day. And people, they don't like me for that. People tell me, ain't nobody like you. But I'm not worried about nobody being like me. I want to be like him. I don't care what you say. Because it's not important. I'm not asking anyone to uh, to do nothing but love. That's all. Oh, no man, nothing but love. Just love me. Yes, God working on me. But I'm not running around and sin all day long. But see, you can have the wrong thoughts in your mind. That's sin. I'm not in sin. You lied. You just lied. Every one of y'all just told a lie. Everyone on the line and everyone that's listening, yes, you see it every day. But I'm not a sinner, for I was saved by grace. But the world is full of sin. Do you not know? He said, taste not, touch not, handle no unclean thing. You shouldn't even be looking at it. But you see it, so sin. If Lot wife was destroyed because she just looked back, she wasn't into sin. She was running from sin. But she was told not to look back. See, we got it all twisted this morning. That's why we can't get nobody saved, because yesterday message, it said that uh, that these Pharisees and Sadducees, you know, they, they, they travel land and sea to go make a proselyte. And when they make a proselyte, the proselyte become more wicked than hell. You know? I know what the words say. And I'm not going to sit here, and I'm not going to act like, you know, oh, yes, uh-huh. No, you're lying. You're lying. Yesterday, you would have cursed somebody out if you thought about who I was. He is. See, you need to recollect this morning, glory to God, that it's not you, but it's the he in you that keeps you from doing what you would do. Hallelujah. And I know what I'm talking about. I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. All that other stuff you be doing, you ain't got no love, so you ain't going to get nothing out of it. It's jacked up, as Shama say. Shama say, you just jacked up, as I Shama say. So the words say this morning that all these things that we do as an outward appearance, he said, you ain't got no love, you ain't going to get no blessings. You can't be a blessing because you ain't got no love. You say love suffer long and it's kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It's not puffed up. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own. Is not provoked. Think no evil. Does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoice in the truth. 
See right there, think no evil. Oh, yeah, yesterday, every day of your life you think some evil. And I, I don't mean that you think evil, like I'm going to go out here and I'm going to do this and that. No, it's just sometimes people, they are doing evil. So you're going to think evil. When you bring, you know, right now I got some phone calls I need to make. And there's some things that's been done to me, you know, to the point that I, I sometimes call them up and I have to curse them. But I know it's sin for me to tell them, you know, I'm tired of effing with you, you know. Yes. So we need to realize. And then I have to turn around and repent to them and tell them, you know, please forgive me, but I was angry. But they bought the anger on because they need to stop. See, they're not showing no love when they do these things to you, when they say these things. But you got to remember. And I'm going to let you all get with the rest of that. Amen. Because I want you all to start wearing that. See, love, uh, rejoice in the truth. Bears all things, believe all things, hope all things, endure all things. Love never fails. But whether there be prophecy, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part. So since you know in part, and I know a little part, once we can get our parts together, we can start living something. There ought to be somebody come on this line and help me. I've been preaching this stuff for over nine years. And where are you where are all you hypocritical preachers at? You bunch of hypocrites and you envy me for what I say, so you don't come. You over there running your little program, I'm over here doing this program. It's not I'm preaching the Bible. What's wrong? I know what's wrong. The things I say, you can't deal with them. Well that's between you and the Father. I preach nothing but the word. I know I'm forceful and I'm strong worded. Nothing I can do about it. It ain't like God come to me and say, son, I want you to preach this word. I mean, my eyes flew open this morning, and when my eyes flew open this morning, I raised them out of the bed. I said, I felt like I was dead. I felt like I had just woke up from the from the dead. I don't know if anyone ever felt like that before. I, I woke up with strength. I woke up in strength. I went to sleep at midnight. But when I opened my eyes up, it was so... I don't even. I can't even explain it. And I and and I pondered in my mind: Is death? We are all dead until your eyes open. You 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 don't know. You don't know what 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 happened in your sleep. You may remember a piece of a dream, but you don't know whether you left here or not. You don't even know whether you was dead. And all of a sudden, he just touched you. Anyone got the First Peter four? First Peter, uh, First Peter, the fourth chapter that's going along with First Corinthians thirteen, and I want you to read it out for the people this morning, so that you can see the similarity that you're going to have to have both of these things working in your life. Because after you didn't fell off into First Corinthians and you didn't start loving like you're supposed to, then they're going to start making you suffer. You're already suffering, but you ain't saw you ain't saw nothing yet. Just wait until you start loving them. They're going to they gonna walk on you some more. They're going to lie on you some more. So anyone have First uh, Peter 4? Yes. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you. We're glad to have you, Brother Neely. All right. You said First Peter 4 and 13? No, First Peter 4 in the morning. Just, just keep oh, on. 4 and 1? Uh-huh. 
For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourself likewise with the same mind for he that has suffered in the flesh. You got to give them an understanding. Okay. You got you gonna break it down, and okay. you gonna teach me what they're saying. You you know God gonna God gonna show you something right there. So you say since what happened? Okay. For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, as yourself likewise, with the same mind. For he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. Excuse me. Now, so sound like to me, if I'm suffering, then sin is not alive anymore. Because this is the way I see it, and I want you to tell me if if, if you see it another way. I need, I need for you all to work with me now. Since I am now called myself Christ-like, Seeing that he suffered, now I've got to suffer because I'm taking on his attributes and his name. When I don't open my mouth and give you a piece of my mind, when I don't walk away from you and my family members get rid of them and leave them alone because they have hurted me, but I keep on loving them and I keep giving myself away, but I keep on getting hurt, but I keep giving myself away, but I keep on getting hurt. So it looks like to me, when I stop talking about them, it's to get off the phone. Child, you know what? Shirley called me yesterday, and she I don't believe she said the thing. She said, I wish I would have slapped her. If I'd have, if she'd have said that in my face, I'd have slapped the hell out of her. Mm. See, when you don't say those things or when you don't get even or when you don't be a busybody and call them up on call somebody else and say, girl, guess what? I just got off the phone with Brenda. I just got off the phone with Sammy. And they was talking about Betty. And they said that Betty said that, that, and just be a busybody. Instead, when they call you, you said, you know what? Let's pray about it. Let's just pray for her. Let's just pray for them. Because if you sit there and you continue on, you know, they call you with the mess. Or maybe you spoke to the individual. That started the mess. Now you got to go and call someone. He said you have ceased from what? Sin. Ceased from sin. Okay. So if I cease from sin, will I turn around and call up Bobby and tell Bobby the mess that Sharon started? Or am I going to just let it die? Let it die. You're supposed to serve sin. So then 1 Peter 4 brings us back to 1 Corinthians. I know you're not through reading. Brings us right back to 1 Corinthians 13, 5. I just got to love them. I just right. got to love them. So mm-hmm. through my love, and, that, and that's where I'm at today. That's why I don't care nothing about what they say about me. That's why I preach and I call them hypocrites. Because if you're going to sit here and talk about me, anybody talking about y'all, they just a hypocrite. Okay. But love that hypocrite. But love that hypocrite. Because if you don't love the hypocrite, all these gifts you got a prophecy. All that faith you got, will you move and see? He's trying to show us that even though you're doing all these things, Matthew the seventh chapter, 
It says, have now I cast out demons in your name? Depart from me, you work of iniquity. I never knew you. So there's a lot of people that's doing all these things, got all these gifts of prophecy, got faith enough to, to, to build up, but they don't have no love. Mm-hmm. Love will bring you to First Peter 4. Now go ahead and read. That he no longer shall have the rest of, of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. See? So for me to carry that message that Sharon said about Bobby, now I call you and say, girl, Sharon just called me. And you know what? The thing that we said about Bobby, it is true. He did do that. No. First Peter 4. It says that we need to cut this mess out. Mm-hmm. It says that's some fleshly mess. All that what they did was about the flesh. Now they bring the fleshly mess to you, and they want you to sit there and condole it, idolize it with them, talk about it with them, carry it. See, that's that's like a dog burying a bone. He gonna bury mm-hmm. that bone, and the next time you see him, he gonna dig it up and he gonna carry it away. Yes, that that's home. right. Mm-hmm. And he gonna lay down over there and eat it. Your dog do it all the time. Yeah, mine's yeah. doing. Mine's doing. I got holes and broken bones in the backyard. <laughs> well, he didn't took them bones that I took up out the country. I, I I had them for years. I never thought he would even 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 touch them bones. But now I look back there, the bones are broken up. He didn't dismember them bones, and them bones were some big old cow bones that come up off the property. Mm-hmm. So the statement is so true. So he says now. That when we suffer, that lets us know. Instead of me calling you up and saying, uh, Sharon told me what you said about me. You know, y'all are all a bunch of mess. Yeah. I won't say nothing. You know, when when, 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 when Cheryl told me what the other sister said about me, mm-hmm. yesterday, she said, uh, promise you won't tell her. I said, I don't have nothing to tell anyone if it's negative. Mm, that's right. I didn't get upset about it. So now that thing has ceased. I also, I'm ceasing from sin because I'm not carrying this stuff around. Talking about, yeah, I just can't wait. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give them to 9 o'clock, and I'm going to give them to by 830. I'm going to call. I'm going to let them know that. You know, I don't play that. Mm-mm. I don't call them nowhere because I'm dying to sin. I'm going to love them. Love, you know, this thing about love, love is not selfish. Love is not envied. Love is, you know, First Corinthians 13 chapter, love suffer long. So if you're going to be on this side, hallelujah, you're going to do some suffering. That's right. He said, by this, all men will know who your leader is. This love. Love ain't love till it's given away anyhow. Amen. That's love right. didn't come to just stay, just stay with me, stick with me. No, love don't work until you give it to somebody. It yeah. ain't working until you go out there and love on your dog. You're out there kicking on it. Get out of here. It's your dog. Kicking it around. That's a dumb group. I tell Shama all the time, Shama, you go out there and see about Leo and give him some love. Talk That's to right. Him. Talk to that dog. Let that dog know that he plays up in part of road too. All this road is around here just to bark. And just let me know about the backyard. That's all this road. 
He's not my God, dog. He's not guarding anything. I got a guard. They told me, say, you going to put a lock on, on the gate with all my stuff in? I said, no. Locks don't stop these. The Almighty stop them. And they still say, well, Robert, you still need to put a lock on it. I said, yeah, I know it. But I'm not putting no lock on it because God showed me something. They cut the lock off of my, off of my, off of my storage bin. They didn't mm. take my weeders and my tools. So why should I lock it up? I left the lock laying there. I'm not locking it up. I did take my weeders and stuff up out of, up out of that. But all my other stuff out there, I'd leave it laying in the opening. Because I'm trusting him this morning. Amen. He said we need to cease from that. Whatever a man thinks, so he is. Oh, yeah, that's what he said. So if I'm laying up here talking about, I got to try to, let me go down here, let me go and check this thing. I'm not checking on nothing. I'm going to prayer this morning. I'm going to Tuesday morning prayer. So I'm in the back of my mind saying, but you got so much to do. No, 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 no. I'm going to Tuesday morning prayer. So them old saints and some of these prayers, we can bump these prayers together, and then my day going to go better. After prayer, I'll come back and look to see. But I'm not worried this morning. That's right. I'm Amen. I'm Look what he says in the second verse, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh for the lust of man, but for the will of God. For we spun enough of our past mm-hmm. up, until, up until this morning, up until this morning, we need to examine ourselves. Second Corinthians 13, 5. We've spent enough time in the past, lifetime enduring the will of the Gentiles when we walk in loneliness, lewdness. Lust, drunkenness, reviling, drinking, parties, and abominate, abominable, all kind of adultery. Mm-hmm. In regard to these, they think it's strange. Now, 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 trailing them, and all of them, they think it's strange that you don't want to go with them now. See, now that you, amen, begin to live First Corinthians 13 and begin to live First Peter 4, they think it's strange. Poor verse. In regard to these, they think it's strange that you do not run with them in the same flood of dispensation. Speaking evil. You ain't on the telephone no more. Speaking evil of you. They'll give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. For this reason, the gospel was preached also to those who are dead, that they might be judged according to men in the flesh, but live according to God in the spirit. But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayer. And above all things, have fervent love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sins. Hallelujah. It'll cover a multitude. And you got to read that whole scripture there, that whole thing. You got to read it out. You got to read it this morning. Hallelujah. So that we can walk in him. And I'm through preaching. So now I'll open the lines up to the house this morning. Sister, I'm going to come and close us out. Amen. You all can come and give your testimonies or whatever the Lord will have you to do this morning. I just want to thank God this morning for another day. And, uh, let me get on the talk show. I was on the phone, house phone. I had to get off of that and get on my cell phone. Yeah. But the other side, 
about me getting on the house phone kind of caused me a bit there, but the God would take care of everything. But I'm still calling him. I ain't stop. That don't stop me. So I'm just saying, thank God for Prophet uh, Anderson and uh, Sister Dixon and Prophet Robinson. Robert, I'm just delayed uh, and happy to see another day. God is good, and and I just give him all the praise and the glory because I am a child of God. I believe in him. He woke me up this morning. It was to a brand new day. I just ask God, just keep us in house your hand and much, like you say, much show much love. Regardless of what people are going through with, because we're all going through something. And we got to show some love. So we come in this world, God, with nothing, we're going to leave with nothing. And that's the material thing is not the thing. Everything is vanity. Vanity, Lord says. So you must show love towards people. People are going through things. You need to help them. Yeah. Lead them the right direction, which is Jesus Christ, the Lord. Yeah. And we ask God to keep us in. Just thank, thank everyone that's on the phone. Reach out to everyone, because we are our brother's keeper, you know. Yeah. So we just ask y'all just keep us and pray for us. And Sister Dixon and Robert, Robert y'all just keep me in your prayer, because God is good all the time. Thank y'all. God bless. Hallelujah. We thank God for the wonderful words from my auntie, amen, Evangelist Neely, way up on the north side of Texas. Amen. We ask the Lord to bless her house. We just, we're so grateful this morning for this wisdom and understanding that uh, uh, he gives us, those that, are, those that are obedient and not caught up in all that old gossiping and all that old stuff. He'll speak to you and tell you what to talk about and how to do it. So I'm just grateful this morning. I feel good, you know, for him all in our step. Amen. We thank God, amen, for Prophet Dixon. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Prophet Dixon. Um, praise the Lord, Pastor. How are you? Everybody is on this line this morning. I just thank God. I thank God for the word. I thank God for, as you have said, you know, God just wants us to be on one accord. God looking at the heart. Yes, yes, yes. And I just yes. thank God for each one of our loved ones. And to uh, Terrene Brown, she has she have all our blessings. Yes, more yes. In, her, in her wedding, said the Lord. And I just thank God. I thank God. Just like the apostle said, he needs some help. Before he come even on the phone, someone ought to be going on with the prayer until the apostle come on. He can't do it all by himself. And love is action. That means we need to reach out and touch him and help him. Someone got to, I mean, carry on until he come on and get his stuff together. And so God can use him like he's doing now. So he can't do it all by himself. So that's so that's love right there when you help the apostle and bless up uh Pastor Mary in Lake Charles. Bless yeah. her family and uh and and Pastor Green Hills. So I just thank God for our brother, our niece and nephew, your family apostle. And uh, I just thank God even for uh 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 Squaw and his and his wedding, minimal blessing to everyone who's getting married this year and about to be married. Amen. So I just give a thank the Father in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We bless the Lord. 
thank God for all those wonderful words, expression. We do, Amen. Thank the Lord. When I woke up this morning, I felt like I had wake, I felt like I had just woke up from dead, from death. I don't know what death feel like, but it was something mm-hmm. strange. So I felt like I, I I had died, and then He said, "Come on here. I ain't gonna let you. I ain't gonna let. I'm not gonna leave you dead." And I sat mm-hmm. up on the side of the bed and I just shook my head. And I went in the bathroom and I was pondering that, you know, is death like that where you just go to sleep and you don't wake up no more? Uh-huh. And then when you do wake up, you know, you just shake off death. So every one of us, we've laid in the image of a dead man last night. And here it is this morning. It's time for us to do what this song say do. You are not your own.
How is everybody this morning? Oh, how are you, Shama? I'm good. Good. Good to hear your voice this morning. Thank you. It's good to hear yours too, Aunt Bunny. Amen. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be closing us out. Okay. I like everybody to close. I know I greeted them, Dad. I said before I close out, how is everybody? Yeah, <laughs> he didn't think I. He didn't think I had closed, opened it up. You know, he didn't think I greeted everybody. Oh yes, you did. All right, so I'm gonna close it out. I like everybody to bow their heads and close their eyes. Lord, I thank you for another day that you have given us. I thank you for all the wonderful things that you have blessed us with. I thank you for letting us be able to.
the minds nobody hurt or harm us, Lord, that your hand is covered over us. Lord, as we go to our destinations this morning, let us be able to have traveling grace and mercy. Lord, that your hand will be over us, Lord, that there will be no collisions or car accidents or just road rage. Lord, help us to be able to pray for each other, Lord, not just for ourselves, but for each other. Lord, that we're all in this together. Lord, help us to be able to see things the way you see. Lord, that when we start seeing things the way you see, our eyes will be open. We'll be able to notice traps and everything that will try to get us off of your path. Help us to be able to abide by your word, Lord. Lord, that the more we abide by you, by your word, we come closer. Lord, help others that we hang around to abide by your word, Lord. Lord, that the more they hang around us, the more they want to be around you. I thank you for everything, Lord. And we all just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, do we get on the program to praise you and to thank you for all the wonderful things you've done? In my name is John I pray, and all God's children say, Amen. Amen. Thanks, That's good. Thank you, Aunt Deborah. Amen. Sure is. Thank you, Aunt Bunny. Well, how did you guys sleep? Wonderfully. How did you that, sleep? That's good. I slept good. That's good. Getting ready for school now, huh? Yes, ma'am. Been on when, when school was out? June 2nd. Oh, June 2nd. Oh, okay. Got there long. Yeah, that long. Have a blessed day. Don't forget, don't forget about ice cream for the weekend, that summer. Bye. I wanna, <laughs> I wanna, Deborah. <laughs> well, everybody, everybody, be blessed and love y'all. And love y'all too.